Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Peter McKay joins us, former Federal Minister of Justice and Solicitor General, former Crown Prosecutor. Uh, Peter, thank you for the time. I want to talk to you about Canada's police, but there's something else that I want to speak to you about and have your uh, thoughts on. It's just breaking now. And you may be aware, uh, B'nai B'rith has uh, issued a release on this, and the Abraham Global Peace Initiative writes, it is shocked and disturbed about a breaking report published today in the foreword. The report suggests that Canada recognized a former Nazi in Parliament while Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky was there. According to the foreword, the Speaker of the House recognized a vet, quote, veteran from the Second World War who fought for Ukrainian independence against the Russians and continues to support the troops today, even at his age of 98, end quote. The veteran is described by the forward as having served in the 14th Waffen Grenadier Division of the SS, the military wing of the Nazi Party. Um, yeah, quote, if this is true, we strongly and unequivocally condemn this undue recognition by Canada's House of Commons. This is uh, from the chairman and CEO, Avi Abraham Ben so Benfolo of, uh, of the Abraham Global Peace Initiative. I know I'm springing something on you here, but uh, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, the, the important words there are, if true, um, there are a lot of people from that era and that part of the world who were caught between the proverbial rock and the hard place, and this isn't to make any excuses whatsoever, but it's why Vladimir Putin has tried to spin a lot of misinformation about fighting Nazis, describing Ukrainian forces today as Nazis. It's a complicated history there. As you know, they were invaded by both Russia and Germany. And so there were Ukrainians in that era who fought with German units. And this individual may have been one. I don't know. The unfortunate part is that whoever gave the speaker the information or whoever in the government, and it had to come from the government side because they are in charge of all of the protocol and would have had this gentleman in the gallery, didn't properly research this this individual. And uh, it, it, it rubs a lot of people, a lot of organizations, particularly those who are defending Jewish rights, who are speaking truth to uh, to the world about that era that uh, that that a recognition such of this such as this would have happened and and it does distort what otherwise was a historic day for the house of commons if in fact this is true yeah peter when it comes to police officers in this country and the numbers of police officers who have been killed in the line of duty, who've been wounded in the line of duty, the numbers increase, and it's right across Canada. And we've been talking about it for the last two days, particularly with the Police and Peace Officers National Memorial Day being today. You're the former Solicitor General, so the top police official in this country, the former Minister of Justice, and you were a Crown Prosecutor. What has to happen? Well, a lot of things, in my opinion. And, and right off the top, I think we recognize, and I'm sure you have, Rick O'Brien, who, who lost his life in this unfortunate, yes. tragic shooting in Coquitlam. Uh, two other officers shot at the same time. Drug-related, from the sounds of it, they were there executing a warrant. Really difficult um, for police when they go to these uh, search warrants, or, or with search warrants, and to residents. They don't know what they're going to encounter. Um, 
And, you know, I dare say that there is a nexus between the rise of drug use. It's rampant in many parts of the country. British Columbia is unfortunately, in Vancouver in particular, notorious for the rise in drug use. And people who are intoxicated by anything are far more inclined to resort to violence. And a lot of the individuals, too, Roy, and this may rub some people the wrong way, they are repeat offenders. They have previous charges, sometimes with firearms, don't know the circumstances of this individual in this shooting. But we know that people um, who have violent criminal records are being released and put back on the streets many times without proper consideration to public safety, my opinion. We used to have mandatory minimum penalties that prevented some of this early release from happening to the degree that it's happening now. And many of those cases involving mandatory minimum penalties for drug use, for in, in some cases child sex abuse, abuse uh, that involved the use of firearms, back on the streets far too soon. A lot of cases struck down by the Supreme Court of Canada. This government's current uh, inclination seems to be to get rid of all of the mandatory minimum penalties in the code. And to me, this is not bringing about the type of deterrence and public protection that we need from both our justice system writ large, but to protect police officers as well. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.